millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hello everyone, it is the Build-Up Show. Liverpool taking on West Ham United Wednesday, quarter to eight, Premier League at the London Stadium. Uh, before we dive into it, this show is brought to you in association with Football Index. You get to trade on your football knowledge by buying and selling shares uh, in various football players. I've been issued a £1,000 challenge to raise some money for charity. I'm going to give you an update on how my portfolio is going later in the show. Um, gentlemen, though, guess back to Premier League action for the Mighty Reds. Mr. Ross Chanley. Hi. Um, we've we actually never lost at the London Stadium. Played three games there. The draw there last year, though, is one of those few isolated fixtures where you know, like there's there's there's, there's like three, three, or four fan bases who think they cost Liverpool the league yeah. last season. There's Man City, there's Everton, there's West Ham, there's Leicester. Yeah. Um, it, it means, if nothing else, it's one of those results from last season that it's a tangible one that we can improve upon. Yeah, and that's sort of a motivational tool that they need to go and win this Premier League, which we've seen so far. Klopp doesn't go for draws anymore, and you know the, the plays there came so close. We've seen loads of performances. You know, Sadio Mane, I don't think he'll be involved, but you know the springboard that he's got on the season of just dragging games by the scruff of the neck and, and going forward. I think it's an incentive for, for all the players to top on that. <laughs> West Ham aren't in the best form currently either. You know, Moyes is not. <laughs> he said, "I'll come here to win." I think he's lost four games so far. Well, they've not won. They've not won a league since the first, yeah, first so, of January. So it's, essentially, it's a good time to go and play them. You have to carry that with, you know, everyone wants to go and beat Liverpool, but I, I guess Liverpool will have enough quality to go out there and beat them. Um, it's interesting because we're now in this la- this last little spell. We've looked at Liverpool's fixtures and we've come out the other side of the really, 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 really difficult ones. Obviously, United, Spurs, Wolves in, in that in that clutch of games that we said we emerge out of that unscathed. Then it's it's on. You know, Liverpool's lead at the top of the league is 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 monumental at the moment. We still this is the game in hand though. This is the real opportunity for us to cement what it is. You know, it's it'd be nineteen points would it if yeah. we win if we win this game. But we've seen with with the, the fallout from the FA Cup and this notion of obviously the, the winter break is is very much looming. I do wonder whether this is a, this is this represents a challenge because. We're all like this when you've got your holiday yeah. <laughs> on the horizon. It is very difficult to maintain the, the same levels. Of yeah, it's a good point because obviously you know we, we've talked didn't we on the final word about the, the attitude towards the replay. I, I think the attitude to this game and the Southampton game is very much well from from the manager. It'll be to the players. Look, just just give me everything you can. You know, it, 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 but on the same flip side as what you were just saying, you know, you, you you've got something to work towards to just put it in for this yeah. week. And then, and then you've got the time off. You know, I'm, I'm giving you the time off that I promise because you're not going to play in that replay. Yeah. You know, you're going to have that full two weeks off. You can go and do whatever you want. But West Ham, in particular, because it is that extra game that you know, that, that not 
everybody has at this point, um, you know, and Southampton, give me what you can for these two games, and then and then you can reap the rewards of sitting on the beach in Ibiza for, yeah. for, for a week at the end of it. It's yeah. like a kick in the teeth if they win this game to the likes of Leicester and Man City, who probably still have that little glimmer of hope. Mm. You know, if it was Man City in this lead, I think we'd all go, oh, it's, it's done and dusted. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, City have been in this position before, not, not so much the gaps, the difference and the points. But like they feel like they've still got something to prove in this Premier League. You go 19 points clear, you don't go, oh, what's the point, for fuck's sake? But you think, like, it's demoralising, isn't it? For them? Yeah, and there's, look, there's a there's a potential complacency factor here, isn't there, Jack? You know, the, it's all well and good going. And like I said this about the FA Cup stuff, it's easy to get motivated for a, for a game against Everton. It's harder to get motivated for a game against the League One side. And I'm not look. This, this the difference between <coughs> Wolves and West Ham is not is not that two Premier League teams. Still a tough, you know, still still a tough place to go away from home. West Ham. They have got some good players. David Moyes, you know, he's got a real motivation. You know, he's not got no got no love for us. But you, you've got to guard against this because even like Southampton are in, a, are, in, are in good form. Maybe your attention slips towards that, or maybe there is a temptation to think, well, it is done and dusted. We've played all the hard games, so now we've got all these easy games. They're only easy games if you make them easy games. Yeah, 100%. And, and at this time of year, teams like West Ham are even harder to play because they're, they're fighting at the bottom of the league. And I, I remember a few seasons ago, West Ham were kind of a bogey team for us. We, Going to the bowling would be difficult. Obviously, we've not lost at the London Stadium yet, and I, yeah. I hope that continues. But um, it, it's not going to be an easy game. You know that they've got a game in hand. This is their chance for them to to sort of pull away from from that bottom. Well, they're three. in big trouble, aren't yeah. they? Uh, Chris is going to be doing the Apple preview a little bit later on in the show. But you know they are looming ominously mm. over the drop zone. There was that um, graphic that came out prior to around December time, and it's about Everton and West Ham. They'd had relatively easy starts yeah. to the season and from then it got more, more and more difficult this isn't a banker for you know this is not what something they'll be looking to pick points up in but you're dead right it being that game in hand it gives them opportunity look if they were to beat us it sends them up to okay only 15th but it does give them that little bit of a, a little bit of a cushion especially with how poor Bournemouth and, yeah. and Norwich have been in particular yeah. you know Villa are starting to sink Burnley haven't been great either I know obviously they went and beat United last week but you know that, that's the encouragement that they'll take if they can pull off a win here and get themselves onto 26 you know they're going to it's, Bournemouth are going to struggle you know they're going to want to continue to struggle and West Ham you know particularly with the change in manager um, you know the, the, they were they were big working the West Ham players on wanting Moyes back which I thought was interesting like that they asked you know, and, and and you know, roll your eyes, shake your eyes at Moy, but shake your head at Moy. But if the if the players, if that, <laughs> shake, 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 eyes. shake your eyes at Moy. <laughs> if that's you know, if that's what the players feel that they responded better to, and that they that, you know they, they asked for David Moyes to be back in charge, then you can't really argue. It's that. not going it's, well so far, is it? No, no, no. It's not even just that though. This time of a season for a team like West Ham, a point is important for mm. them, and, and fighting for a point for them at home against Liverpool will turn their season around. And, and it's it's one of them games where. I don't think we'll slip up because we're just unstoppable at the minute this season. We've but got tripled amount of points, we, we need, nearly. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, we look, need to take it seriously. But that's the point of it about it about everything, and that's what Liverpool Liverpool's run this season is not constructed on with we've got better players than you. It's constructed on the fact that we're a better organised team. We got you know we've got a good system, we've got a good method of playing, but we're ultra committed to the cause in, in what we do, and um, that's that's where. West Ham are, are in a really awkward position at the moment, and uh, they are their fan base is on the on the brink of breaking. You know, they always are. They yeah, you know, no, but they, yeah, but they have moments. You know, I mean, you know, not too far removed from things looking quite rosy, looking like they might kick on under Pellegrini, but they 
in terms of the way the structure, in terms of the way the club's running. Look, I was there in the London Stadium two, three seasons ago now when you know, their, fan, their fans were fighting each other in, in, literally in the seats. I've never seen anything like it. And that's, I mean, it sounds bad, but this is the thing that Liverpool need to capitalise on and we failed to capitalise on this last season and it did cause us to stumble a little bit. We've got to go there, and we've got to we've got to pour absolute, as we said, pour absolutely every ounce of energy into this, um, and and let them let them be the agents of their own demise after the fact. Um, one player I think is worth having an interesting uh, chat on. We'll do more on the team uh, after the break, Ross. But Fabinho, mm. um, most of us, you know, there was a strong conversation prior to the Man United game about does he just come straight back in to this team? This isn't even a Jordan Henderson conversation at the moment. Fabinho is in that really awkward position now where, for me, he needs to be ready for Atletico. We've still got a bit of time to to that game. He's going to need football to get him back up to that because he looks miles, miles off the pace at the moment. Yeah, he looked like a rabbit in the headlights yesterday, didn't he? I think probably not helped by you know playing midfield with Curtis Jones and Kira Vea, which you know was no discredit to them, but I think it kind of you can add that to it, can't you kind of support him, but he just looked completely lost. Kira Vea looked, looked to play like his role. He was yeah. a lot deeper, wasn't he? Where mm-hmm. I don't know what's been before. He just looked completely lost. So that's match fitness, match sharpness, you know, getting used to play playing with the ball again in, in competitive football. There's no need to go and risk him. Why would you change something that you know that, that's working for Liverpool? I'd I'd love to see him back in there. I think he's you know, he's the best defensive midfielder in the Premier League for me. Mm-hmm. But if he's not ready, don't go and chuck him in. You just spoke about, you know, taking risks and not, not being complacent in football games. Don't go and put him in just for the sake of getting some minutes. You know, yeah. if you're in a situation where, you know, this might happen, if you two goals up in you know, 10, 15 minutes, get him in there, get him playing with Henderson, yeah. Van Alden and all the first team players. And do equally do the same as Southampton at the weekend. Yeah, I but think this is. I think this is a game where you don't. I don't think you need Fabinho for this one, no. Ben. I think it's. It, you know, he's played a bit of football, played a fair bit of football now in the last couple, in the last few games, and then. I think Southampton probably is a game where you maybe need him for because you know the the way they the way they press, the way they get in your faces. And obviously, good to get him back on the pitch at Anfield as well. Maybe you keep him. You just yeah, he's, he's a bench option for this one, but you get him ready. For I, the I agree. I think the management. The, the management of his return will benefit better if if he misses this one. Given that he played ninety minutes on Sunday, just just a week off again. You know, if 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 you can help it, maybe he comes on, gets fifteen twenty minutes here. You know, like like he did against Wolves, and then he starts on Saturday, and then you've got your winter break again mm-hmm. for him to go off and just 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 to recuperate and just you know get you know his work back. It feels like that makes more sense. Um, especially with the form Henderson's in and the fact that he had no involvement against Shrewsbury at the weekend. But at the end of the day, we played Thursday and we're playing Wednesday, so there's pretty much a full week's gap for the majority of the players that get played against Wolves. That shouldn't be a problem. And, and, and the likes of Jordan Henderson, particularly the vein of form that he's in, should be able to come in and just and just be fine for this. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, right, we're going to pick up on what we think Liverpool are going to do in terms of starting eleven uh, after the break, but it is time for the Football Index update. Hey everyone, it's the Football Index update. I have become a trader on the football stock market. I've been given £1,000 by the people of Football Index to put into my portfolio. The proceeds that I generate from this are going to be going to a charity of your choice and my choice um, at the end of the run. Here's how my portfolio is going so far. I gave you the initial update prior to the FA Cup game. I did say that it might be a, a, a big a big weekend, particularly for Curtis Jones, and that has proven so. As I can see, um, yeah, he, he's now trading at 
£2.49, up from £2.11 when we brought him in. Uh, so very, very good indeed. And, and Trent's up as well. I think this is a little bit of a residual from his great performance in the Premier League the, the week before that. Everywhere else across the board, not so good. Still no uptick for Kai Havertz. Still no uptick for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, uh, Joe Gomez, and of course the injured Sadio Mane. So it leaves me with some real decisions to make here. Please let me know what you think I should be doing with this. And better man, I've still got the, the pot there. At the minute, it stands at £203.03 pence that we can put into additional players. It has been suggested that just going for the likes of Kylian Mbappe might be a good shout. But uh, the best thing for you to do in this situation to help me is head over to the Football Index YouTube channel. I appeared on their podcast the other week. In the comments section of that, list me three players that you think I should be putting some of this dough into to try and boost the coffers, so to speak. And is there anyone, you can leave this in the comments section below this, uh, who you think I should be moving on from this? Is it time to maybe move on from, from Ox and Gomez and put it elsewhere in the Liverpool squad? Or should I be spreading a little bit further afield? Um, Curtis Jones is fine. Is this maybe the time to, to move on from Curtis Jones? Is this as good as he's going to get? He's going to get the FA Cup replay, of course, against Shrewsbury. So I think probably we hang on to him for a little bit longer there. But that might be the time to, to, to sell our Curtis Jones stocks and then put them back into the pot somewhere else. But I'm going to need your help. I'm going to need your suggestions. So as I say, head over to the Football Index YouTube channel. Um, yeah. <laughs> and uh, make sure that you give me as much advice as possible in the comments below. Particularly if you're, being, if you're already involved on Football Index, if you've already got an account, please give me as many t tricks and tips as you possibly possibly can but yeah so far so good uh, as I say we're currently up on the all-time uh, 14 pounds and 74 pence that's good can we get better yes but it's going to be up to you okay that's enough for me on the football index update we're going to move things on and back to the show it's Nikki from West Ham Fan TV and a little chat with Mr Chris Pajak what is what is West Ham's strength this week this this season strength yeah, if, if it rains <laughs> and, and and we get the game called off, that's the only fucking hope we've got. Honestly, we've got no straight. I mean, I've got our best goalkeepers out, so we can't even fucking unless we pray for a miracle. Honestly, our, our best strength at the minute will be prayer. <laughs> they're, they're our strengths. Prayer, prayer <laughs> and rain. Prayer and rain. You know, pray for rain. We might. <laughs> Okay, we've we've not got too much time left. But what are your weaknesses? Fucking playing football. <laughs> yeah, thank you very much to Football Index and of course to Nicky Hawkins from West Ham Fan TV. The full version of that will be out on the YouTube channel. So do watch the rest of the Oppo preview. Um, right, gents, the team. Um, it's probably just going to be the same, <laughs> you know, barring, I mean, Mane's the only one, you know, we don't, we're not 100% savvy on where he's up to, Ross. I don't, don't think he'll play. Yeah, I mean, in that instance, it's probably just as simple as Origi coming in, but, I mean, look, he's not, he was pretty crap in Shrewsbury. Minamino's still getting up to speed. It's whether we feel there's more benefit to getting the game, game time for Minamino. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. 
Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact? You can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Or do we go with the more tried and trusted of Origi? The problem is, Origi doesn't really get a chance. Um, he got a chance at the weekend, and for me, he didn't take it. Mm-hmm. And I'm still a bit, a bit annoyed about it, to be honest, because he just wanted too much time on the ball. You know, if anyone you know should see Manny's injured, you should go. You should take that by the scruff of the neck and watch out. Oh, I want this, and he didn't. I'm tempted to. I'd rather put Minamino in. Mm-hmm. I think you know. I know it means you, you might have to move Bobby about a bit, and I mean maybe move Salah to the other side. But you know, we've seen before they're all quite interchangeable. Aren't Wait, they? what? Move Salah to the other side. Yeah, well, they, they switch about, don't they? So okay. there's times with Salah, like at Wolves, like Salah. So we put Salah centre forward. You say maybe, maybe. Yeah, go. but uh, even at Wolves, he was on, he was on the on the other side for a little bit in, in the second half, didn't he? Because because he swapped over. But I'd rather have him. I mean, you know, I think he's he's worth the risk. I think he's been. On the criticism, but I think it's harsh. I'm trying to embed into a team, particularly the weekend when he's playing with kids and stuff like but that. But the only way he's going to get embedded in the team, Jack, is to play games of football I, with yeah. the team. I'm going to throw a, a bit of a spanner in the works and say, why not Curtis James? I know me and me and Ben had, had, had a bit of a chat on Twitter last night um, because I've, I I think he's ready, personally. Mm-hmm. I think he's shown when he's been given the chance in the first team this season, he's taken every opportunity. It's like Ross said then, Origi had his opportunity yesterday to show himself. He didn't. Yeah. Curtis Jones did, and he absolutely did yet again. And mm-hmm. he's been incredible for the under twenty threes. We've got this. Do you play four two three one then? Yeah. 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 And and I, Henderson and Genie in the double pivot. Yeah. Curtis Jones behind Firmino or or Salah or whoever. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think it, I, I think it would work. I wonder that, that there might be a slight outside of the box type of mm-hmm. situation, really, in it because we don't know. I can't imagine Shakiri's going to be ready for this one. No. Cater might be, which might make the, yeah. make the decision. Well, Lallana, I've got I've got Lallana on my in my team. I think if he, if he's fit, I mean, it's it was supposedly a virus, wasn't it? So mm-hmm. I mean, you know. I'd I don't know how long viruses last. I thought he might have been fit for yesterday, but he wasn't. So I'd, I'd be hoping that, that that he's in and around. I think I think that's a good I think that's a good option that you present though, because you could play you could play Genie and Henderson double pivot, and then you could play Minamino behind Firmino, Salah on the right, Jones on the left yeah. of the three. Mm-hmm. I, I I wouldn't be opposed to that. We've I don't been, think we, actually we, we've changed things around a couple of times. We've cut a few seasons ago. We played that four two two two. 
with Oxlade Chamberlain mm -hmm. and uh, you know uh, you know it more you know kind of wide-ish or a bit maybe a bit more of a four-four-two. We've got options, but I think if you go four-three-three, it's probably just as simple as bringing Origi in because at least he he's the next option in that. I think everyone else kind of means we have to switch the system a bit around because you could just say again you you can bring Cater into the side, but you're then moving. People elsewhere, you may be playing him in more of a more of a ten, or if you bring Jones in, you can play him from the the left in a four two three one if if you want, and then you put in Salah centre forward, Mane in the ten, um, and then you, do you bring Oxlade move Oxlade Chamberlain to the right hand side in that? Are we losing a little bit of something for doing that? Uh, you lose rhythm, don't you? In that sense, I, I suspect the Rigi will will start this mm -hmm. game as you just said. I don't think he deserves to, based on his performance yesterday. Mm. The thing is, Jones is more diverse than Origi as well. So we, during the game, we know Klopp likes to change things up all the time. And with Jones in there rather than Origi, he, he can do that. And yeah. now he's seen more of Curtis Jones. I feel as though he's in a position where if he feels like Jones is ready, he can go, yeah, go on. Yeah, I guess it's that, that down to it. It's, it's, good. it's a one-player switch we're likely to make in this situation, isn't it? And then it, it's just that pecking order. And, and we'll, it'll be interesting to see because, as we say, Origi is just top of the pecking order. He's fair, largely fair sub in an offensive situation. So he probably remains there, but you're right, Minim, there's him, there's Minamino, if you're not looking to make drastic changes because... I, w I we don't know enough about Minamino where he, what what are the thought processes on where he goes because when we bought him you know he's played a lot from the right hand side for Salzburg we know he's played the two starts that he's had for as he started he started in the Bobby Firmino kind of false nine situation he was shuffled about the place when he came on against Wolves I wouldn't be shocked to see him as the understudy for Mane long term because Klopp likes inverted wide men doesn't he he's a natural right footer. This might be a good chance to do that, but then below that, you say you're talking Adam Lallana is it is it is in that equation? Shakiri, Shakiri potentially. Well, I think I think we've seen from Elliot. I think that's he gets the FA Cup game, and that's probably the last we see of Harvey Elliot. He's 16, and he, yeah, exactly. He's, he's got and that's fine. There's nothing wrong with that being being out of that conversation for now. Cater, but Cater's the thing, Ben. When when Cater's fit, he plays. Klopp wants him. Yeah. Klopp wants him in that team. So you know, there's a there's a situation where it could be Henderson, Genie, Cater as a midfield three, and then like Ox has been the other choice to go to go wide. So you just put Oxford Chamberlain on the left hand side and keep everything. Yeah, I mean same. we've got options. I, I, I my gut tells me that Cater won't be like fit. You know, won't be ready for, mm -hmm. for just be thrown in. You know, did he play this fixture last year? I feel like he did, and he played quite well. Um, and he and he does tend to do well at sides who. It was when we beat them four 0 at yeah. Anfield. Uh, you no, know, no, but I'm pretty sure that he played. Because it was a Monday night the game last year, wasn't it? And I, I feel like I feel like he did, but he does. He does. He does well against sides. What the fuck do you remember that? Because I, I just, just do. <laughs> Good. Um, Could have your convictions. Um, Let's say he did. Went <laughs> to Pizza Express on a Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> um, he does. He does do well against against sides who you know perhaps leave you a little bit of space between midfield and and, and your attack. So and he can play those more slide slide rule passes. Um, but I just don't. I, I just don't think at the moment we've seen enough from him to be. Desperate for him to get back into the side, you know yeah. what I mean? Like to, to be go. Oh, well, if Kate is fit, then then he starts. You know, I, 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 don't I don't think, think we feel that way, yeah. but I think Klopp does. Is, is the kind of point I'm making. You know, when he, 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 you're right. It'd be odd for him to go from not playing. You know, given that we're easing for Bino back in, but also Kate has not been out for a long stretch. Mm. And he's a does very she? good player. Yeah, and, and he's a very Klopp player. He's been more and more this season. He's been more the right side of the three. You know, I think we bought him for the for the left. I think we bought him to to. 
to oust Genie Wijnaldum. That's not happened, but he actually was starting to get a little bit of joy from him playing it on the right of a three. And it, again, it depends on Lallana's fitness and availability in, in, in that regard, because, <clears throat> and then whether he, whether he steadfastly wants to stick to for 4 3 3 or not, because if he does, I think Keita comes back into the midfield, and then you've got the question is, what do you want to do to your front three? Do you want to keep it as close to what we, we consider the best as possible? And then who's the best option? Is it then Ox Minamino or Origi? We're saying all this. It's it's 100% good with Origi. And it's just going to be the most obvious team The possible. best bit is, though, it sounds like a problem for us, but imagine David Moyes' office. If you're having the same conversation. Oh, though, God, I, yeah. I need to prepare for this and he's prepared for that. So he's keeping them guessing. He's on probably the on the phone to Tim Cahill, seeing if he can come and have a <laughs> round of boys back game. Yeah. <laughs> Fellaini. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, no, it's an interesting one, certainly. Go on, if you... If you, if you if your house and your you know your, your, your life was on it, Jack, what what team would you be going for here? I I I do want to see Curtis Jones in there, but as but you your say, house I is on the line. If my house is on the line, I'm going with Origi, okay. um, yeah. and and I'm going with Kaita probably in the midfield. Okay. Um, I think, as you say, Klopp just seems to to really like Kaita, and and I think with Kaita being available, he didn't come off the bench yesterday. I think I said I said to you before the weekend, Ox looks like he needs a rest. He was the man bought on first mm-hmm. yesterday. I can't see him starting. Um, and I think Origi's just been, when we've needed him in, in, in games in the past, he, he stepped up, hasn't he? And I yeah. think it, this is one where we'll give him the nod. If it doesn't work, we'll take him off with half an hour to go and, and probably bring Minamino on then. Um, and yeah. I've got Lalana in midfield and Origi on the left. Mm-hmm. And that's it. In the absence of Lalana, in, abs- in, in the absence of Lalana, difficult question. I'll put you on the spot. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Ross, go on. <laughs> Origi and Chamberlain. Yeah. Chamberlain. Yeah. yeah. I mean, this is this is the thing about it. This is probably one of those where it is the most obvious. The most obvious team is often what we go for, what we go for. It depends on what will uh, Southampton's going to be a, a, a key figure for this, and maybe we think because look at. Cater was really good in the away game against Southampton last season. You know he has a he has a, an important role to play. If he thinks that's the more elite, you know, like we're going to need our best of our best for that for that game to get across the line, then maybe maybe this is one where Cater comes on. You give Cater twenty minutes at the end of this just to get him back into some form of rhythm, and then he starts the weekend. In which case, Oxenrigi is probably the most that makes the most obvious sense. Um, score prediction: What do we think? Three 0 just get in there. <laughs> Do you know? 3 1. 2 0. Yeah, I'll take a 2 0. I'll take a 2 0 on this one. Uh, you know, we've scored, we've scored 9 in the last three instead uh, kind of them. We've scored four twice pre- prior to the draw. Last I'm only year. saying we're going to concede one because I've triple captain Dallison, so it's just bound to happen. <laughs> it's bound to, bound to happen. Give a Karigi hat trick. He yeah. said they don't want him. I think he'll score three yeah, goals. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, it's one of those. I said the way they're at at the moment. I think if we have a strong first half, I want to see us get back to that performance, the the the, the Leicester away performance, where we're just ruthless. And I don't think I don't think we've been truly ruthless in enough games of football this season. And largely this because I think we're we're managing the season better. We're not a t- we're not a team that goes and blows itself out in you know sixty minutes, which we were very much at the you know under Brendan Rodgers. We were at the start of the start of Klopp's reign. But I look at this is a good opportunity with it being the game in hand. It's going to be the everyone's eyes are kind of going to be on this one, particularly because it's the it's almost like the last chance for Liverpool to show a sign of weakness. I think we can go and put on a display. I think it. 
it, it, it lays a lot of, of fears to rest. Do you think there's an incentive for Mo Salah to step up with Sadio Mane being injured? 100%. I think it's, but it's, a, it's an important game for, his, for men, mentally for him because I think we saw against Wolves whether it was him going, here's my opportunity to catch it, to get a few goals on, on Mane and it hampered his overall performance. And maybe it's one of those games where I actually think he plays, but in a 4-2-3-1 when he plays centre-forward, we, uh, he's weirdly more creative at times. I think he actually play, he actually links up quite well, particularly when Cater's in the side. Yeah. You know, he, the, there's been a great little relationship between the two, between the two. And I'm sure in the in the club World Cup was really good. Um, no, it, how he approaches this game is going to be massive because I think if he if he does, I'm Mo Salah. It's on me to score all the goals that win the game. If it works, it works. It's great. But I actually would like him to see him play that role a bit more. Like he's the proper main man. Yeah. Not I'm the main man centre forward. I am Liverpool's best player, like Mane does, you know, and 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 just does all the stuff that he was doing against Wolves, really stretching them. He's causing them problems, but just Pass. lay someone in. <laughs> yeah. No, you just no, 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 but let's find. You know, it's a fine balance between being a ruthless centre forward and being a creative all round all round player. You don't about him, do you? No, exactly, and that's yeah. that's what I mean. It's like, if, if, but if he finds that he's not scored two after half an hour <laughs> and he's had the chances. Lay the next one off, yeah. you know, and 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 be the be the the player that be the hero that Liverpool needs, not the hero that he wants. That's necessarily not, wants to be. That's not something that we've really seen developed because if you think about Burnley at the beginning of the season, that and that incident that happened there, like it, it, it's, it's not really changed as he. So is that the me, is that the message coming from management? You know, oh, I mean, I mean, you know, you don't back, back yourself and do yeah. what you're good. That will be the message. But I think. I don't know what it is because again I think back to the club was it was it, was it the Monterey game when he lays he's like Casey mm. case, case scores is that, I think that's right isn't he like he lays yeah. he, he, yeah. he has just a great link up play and we saw it very similar situation in the Wolves one that leads to Firmino's goal but he doesn't pass the ball mm. Hendo, get, Hendo gets the ball because he's he's dispossessed and then he plays the, the, the through ball I like the Salah that is the link that is a link man. When the opportunities present themselves, he'll take them on. But when when you've got Salah who's trying to be four men and smacking in the top bin, do that when it's three nil up. Yeah. You know, let's get us get get two goals, get two goals to good, and then you can start trying to be the best player in the world. Three goals. Two goals. Three goals, fine, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> two, we've seen yeah. two's not enough. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, anyway, listen, let us know your um preferred 11 and the score prediction in the, in the comments below uh, go check out my appearance on the Football Index podcast we'll annotate to that at the end of the video and there'll be info in the in the, in the video description underneath um, yeah other than that thank you very much gents absolute pleasure I hope you enjoy the game make sure you check back post-match for the usual raft of post-match content